Oh, wait, no longer. Greatness has arrived. Welcome to the Trophy Room, a PlayStation podcast made by the players for the players. I am your host, Joseph, and it's here on this very podcast where we talk the latest and greatest in PlayStation each and every Thursday. And alongside the greatest co-host, whoever is, whoever will be, Mr. Kyle Stevenson. How are you, sir? I'm doing pretty great. Um, I'm coming down off of my Mountain Dew high of last week. Um, I can only ride the dew wave for so long, and (laughs) boy, oh boy, I need to be blasted with some Baja juice or something. Well, man, how was your your week? Because, listen, we got a lot of news to talk about. A lot of news. We got Call of Duty. We got Death Stranding. We got even some Avengers and some E3 talk. Yeah. But before we get into all of that. Sure. What have you been playing, good sir? So, I I realize this is a PlayStation podcast. We talk about Sony. Yeah. I have not played a PlayStation game uh, since we last spoke. Uh, so I was listen. planning, I was planning on picking up Trevor Saves the Universe, um, but you know there was issues with GameStop and my coupon redemption. So whatever. But I've been playing Cuphead on the Switch. Um, oh, whoop de do. Whoop de do. Well, Joe, it's fantastic. I really yeah. enjoy it. Um, listen, I have to sit here. How many how many weeks have I had to sit here <laughs> and listen to you about Fortnite? Over and over and over again. I don't know All the these answer. W's you take. I only W's and only Robbie Bobby Miller has those answers. <laughs> I still think we. Tally. I still think we need a shirt of like Bart Simpson with the tally marks on the on a chalkboard with, oh, with Fortnite at the top. For, um, we'll not talk about Fortnite ever exactly. again. <laughs> uh, but Cuphead, Cuphead is fantastic. I'm so happy it came yeah. to the Switch, so I had a chance to play it. Um, it is brutally difficult. Nice. Um, Into it. But it's it's kind of like my kind of difficult, whereas like Bloodborne Dark Souls is not my type of of difficulty type game that I want. Cuphead is more about platforming and yeah. timing things correctly and uh, figuring out the best method to get through it. And I'm sure that's the same for the Souls types game. Yeah. But see, that's there's, that's there's your just something thing, about the though. art style and that, you type thing, you yeah. love a good platformer. I do. Where like I can't. I like listen. I give all I can give to platformers, right? But like a right. hard platformer, I can't do. Like I'm gonna be real with you. My platform game is sad. Like I can barely do the new Super Mario Brothers, right? Because again, like I'm over it. I played the you know SNES, great console, whatever. I'm passing. I'm playing Bloodborne. Those are the games I want. So what yeah. is it about Cuphead that you find so appealing that you want to talk to uh, to me on a PlayStation podcast about it, man? Sure. I mean, well, it's it's the art style for one. It, sure. it, it's super unique and beautiful. It, it it reminds me of. Do you remember an old cartoon back in the day of Mighty Mouse? Yes, it reminds me a lot of Mighty Mouse and like the VHS tapes I would watch okay. like on Saturday morning. Okay, um, and I just love it. The music's fantastic. Uh, the the bo- each boss is unique in its own way in the way that you have to to yeah. uh, defeat them uh, and the strategy. Each have different unique strategies that you have to understand and and master. Um, the one thing I will say that I'm not a fan of Cuphead f- with is is that it's not on PlayStation because that's one hundred percent. Because I'm earning Tesla, achievements. It's not on PlayStation. Come I'm on. earning in-game achievements oh, uh, in, in Cuphead. I'm like, yeah. ooh, that would be a nice trophy to add to my collection. But it mm-hmm. um, it's the the straight up platforming sections of Cuphead. Yeah, it's what's really bumming me out. It's it doesn't it lacks that I don't know the sense of like urgency to me. It's like it's, ju- it's just like get through this as fast as you can. Yeah, and, and it's that's not like not, enjoy the surroundings. It's a little bit no. too chaotic. Yeah, it's, yeah. It, 
I'm not a huge fan of that, but overall, I'm loving it. Um, yeah. Anything else? That just just Cuphead. Literally that and mm-hmm. mobile games, but mm-hmm. nobody. I already brought up a Switch game that I'm playing. I don't want to yeah. dare bring up mobile stuff. So. So I beat Plague Tale. That's why awesome. I'm going to my first announcement. I beat Plague Tale. Should you buy Plague Tale? I'm going to sit you down. I'm going to tell you a story. Absolutely fantastic. And again, smaller studio smaller publisher it's a smaller budget game so take that into consideration but it's a lot of stealth it's also a lot of puzzles as well involved especially later on into the game where you get more abilities and more gadgets and gizmos um Mm -hmm. to put on your little your little throwy weapon i forget what they call a sling there you go where you put on their sling like you can attract mice you can literally straight up destroy them you can use the mice to attack other people like it Mm -hmm. gets really awesome in the way of you're solving these it's kind of like a stealth puzzle game if that makes the most sense it's Mm -hmm. just it's really good the story it's telling for the most part nails everything like most of the characters except for one i care for them and i want them to be safe especially amicia and hugo the main characters um the uh, there's just some things that just aren't explained too well where you get to mm-hmm. the end of the game uh and some of the main ca- main villains uh inst- like uh motivations you don't really feel all too much but overall overall you feel that emotional connection between Amicia and her and her brother and it's it's just fantastic it's also a pretty awesome. doable platinum that i've been oh, thinking sweet. about yeah. doing if i want to get to that heavy hitting stuff That's can i thing. can i ask you do you have yeah. to replay the whole thing again to get the platinum Yes, yeah, because okay. you want to go in blind. You could do it probably through a walkthrough, but okay. you're going to find out stuff if you do that way. So I'd just mm-hmm. like to go in blind and just take it slow. Then I played another game. You see yeah, this game right jealous. here? Very Blood jealous. and Truth for the PlayStation VR. And I just got a simple tag for you, right? A nice little like uh, elevator pitch here. Do you like, do you like action-adventure? I love action adventure. Do you like, uh, sorry, do you like Time Crisis? Uh, sure, yeah. Okay, do you like James Bond? Yeah. That's blood and truth. Uh, it's I'm seriously, if you, take, if you take Time Crisis, you give it a plot that is serviceable, and at the same time you give that like cinematic feel, it mm-hmm. feels fantastic. The way you draw your weapons in Blood and Truth is you actually take your move controllers and you place it like you have a holster on, on your on That's your awesome. side and you draw your pistols that way. If you have like a two-handed weapon, like a, an assault rifle or a shotgun, you take them from your back. Yeah. So you actually feel like you're doing all these motions. That's incredible. Yeah, there's one part where it's just like, hey, you want to do like dual wielding, like a submachine gun and a shotgun. And the cool thing about the shotgun is it's a sawed off. So you want to know how you reload? There's an ammo pouch on your person. You grab it and then you place the ammo in the gun. And since it's a sawed off, you just slap it. You slap it down like you're determined. My life. It's so it awesome. Life. The shooting, it, it takes a little getting used to because you have to fire the move controller at a certain angle. Sure. But once you get used to it, it feels incredible. This game is so freaking great. They have slow-mo mechanics and then chase sequences that are straight out of like a James Bond movie. It's That's so freaking top-notch. 
I can't wait to play it. It's really good. Uh, I it's forty bucks. I was able to mm-hmm. get it on Amazon for thirty two doll hairs, Ooh. and let me tell you something. Worth full price. It's about five six hours long. Um, I like to take my time in games, so you maybe could finish a little faster. But man, is it it, it is what Ghost Giant did for PSVR. Man, Blood and Truth does for sheer action. It's it's incredible to think like with you know we have like the Oculus Quest and like the Index VR headsets. This little headset that is the least powerful to me offers the most games like mm-hmm. that I, I'm interested in. It's the limitations and hardware that you see in like n- Nintendo consoles, where the the developers have to find unique ways to work around the hardware is yeah. what makes the software so good. Man, so freaking great. Can I Again, ask you a question, Joe? London Studio, shout out. What's that? Yeah. Did you play the, the demo that London Studio had on PSVR Worlds? The yes. Yeah. Um, it, the heist and the getaway. So I played the getaway. Yeah. That was my second VR um, experience. They do a lot of those chase sequences as well, like in the car chase type of things. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. It's, it's awesome. Like Once I beat it, I was like, wow, I can't believe this small little demo led to so much. What an yeah. excellent, excellent game! It yeah. seriously, what Ghost Head, uh, Ghost Head, Ghost Giant did for for story. This this that's for action. I can't wait. Superb, superb. With that, Kyle, yeah. that's what we've been playing this week. There's a lot of stories here, and just like any podcast, we have a list of stories every week. There's a list of news, a breaking story, a hot rumor story. E3 stories, but here we just like to keep it simple. We're calling them all goobers. Kyle, what's the first goober on the list, sir? Uh, You got that Kawa Duty? You got that Kawa Duty? I got the Kawa Duty. (laughs) Call of Duty Modern Warfare revealed releases on PS4 in October. This goober comes from Push Square. Call of Duty Modern Warfare engulfs fans in an incredible, raw, gritty, provocative narrative that brings unrivaled intensity and shines a light on the changing nature of modern war, reads the official description from Activision. Developed by the studio that started it all, Infinity War delivers an epic reimagining of the iconic Modern Warfare series from the ground up. Here are some bullet points that uh, we have taken from that article. Um, First one is, it is a gritty reboot. Yeah, they're using they they say that they're using like uh, from like not uh, like from the scene footage like like your head cam or your chest cam POV. that you see yeah POV shots to see some of the brutality as well. Mm-hmm. Um, second point, uh, crossplay confirmed. Uh, and this, this comes from GameStop. This little GameSpot comes from GameSpot. Uh, you'll therefore only be put into matches against players using the same control input method as you, meaning PC u- users won't be able to use the quicker keyboard and mouse combinations to walk all over console players. This does change slightly if you're a console user wanting to play with a PC-owning friend, however. In that situation, Infinity Ward has no choice but to mix the two communities, so you might find yourself having a slightly tricky match, but at least the option is there. So cross-play... At day one for Call of Duty, literally the top-selling game almost every single year for the last, mm-hmm. what, 10 years now? Yeah. Dope. Huge. Mm-hmm. Very big. Uh, number three, you, you won't fail a mission if you shoot a civilian. A civilian. Oh, boy. Uh, number four, will not have a season pass. And number five comes out on October 25th. Kyle? Yeah. These are a lot of bullet points right here. 
What do you feel like? This Modern Warfare, it's a, re- sh- a reboot. What's your thoughts on it? What's your what's your take? What do you like out of those bullet points? What you don't like? I mean, like All the right, shooting so civilians, obviously. We don't like. God, there's like a whole, there's like a giant carpenter bee flying around. Down <laughs> oh no, that's insane. Um, I, it's like blocking out the light. Like no, weird. that's scary as shit, dude. <laughs> yeah, it's, it'll go away. <laughs> okay. uh, or I might get bit on the podcast. Who no. knows? Oh god, uh, we'll, we'll edit that out. We'll edit your <laughs> the the one bullet point that I really don't really care for. It's mm-hmm. like you won't fail a mission if you shoot a civilian. Like, why is that such a selling point? I guess they want to make this. They want to tell a really, uh, again, gritty, darker story about because Call of Duty. A lot of the time is like, "Hey, bro, we're going in the war, right?" Like, it's always like yeah. you're the superhero type of thing. America sure. always number one type of feel. Uh, so they want to say that no war isn't fun. I guess is mm. what they're going for here. Okay, I mean, I get the darker I get that. side, right? maybe yeah. like a zero dark thirty sure. type of okay. type of thing. Yeah. Um, but other than that, like the reason why uh, Black Ops Four did not interest me because it did not have a single player story, okay. and so the fact that they are committed to this, I am one hundred percent in. I will definitely play it because I used to play all the Call of Duty campaigns. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I'm very excited for this. Yeah, I'm. I'm really excited. Um, the thing that again like gets me the most excited you could tell it in my voice is uh cross play like yeah. damn this this means something huge you know like this is this is the next huge domino to drop with crossplay. I don't know. You're so nervous. I'm just like <laughs> so nervous no, for that. Beat. I don't want to. I'm looking stuff. for it in the background. But <laughs> like, something. no. To be to to be frank with you, I like I like that this is the next domino to drop in the big crossplay thing. We're seeing Sony being really open about crossplay, and we're even going to talk soon about cross saves. Like we're seeing Sony being really proactive with crossplay. We're seeing. Like when they said beta, they really wanted to make sure that it wasn't going to really affect their bottom line. And it looks like it's not because they're going through with it. So that that's the first point that has me really excited. Also, Both, like Call yeah. of Duty is a huge, huge. title to make mm-hmm. a point like, hey, crossplay is a thing. We're having it day one. Yeah, let's go. I think uh, there was like a like a statistic of like how how this how big of a deal this is. Call of Duty has outsold every single game every single year with the exceptions, I believe, of Red Dead Redemption 2 and Grand Theft Auto 5. And every Rockstar other year, it's been, again, like Call of Duty, Call of Duty, Call of Duty. See the major, the biggest franchise get crossplay. Now, what is Sony's excuse? They don't really have any. Yeah. So mm-hmm. this is awesome. This is guys like this is what's getting me excited for the next generation. It's this stuff right here. Uh, and then the other thing is no season pass. Yeah, that's great. Dude, like their season pass used to be like 40, 50 bucks. Yeah. So all the bullet points, they're checking all my boxes. So, yeah, 100 percent. This is day one. And for the first time, I don't know. And maybe, Kyle, you have this answer. When was the last time you were excited for a call of duty? Oh jeez, uh, maybe Black Ops three, not even three. Like I don't even know. I'm thinking. I think the the last Infinite one. Infinite Warfare. I, maybe I was excited about oh, the way God. they were doing the single player stuff, like with the hub world thing. That's okay. what really excited me. Something different in Call of Duty. I think the last Call of Duty that I liked story wise was Advanced Warfare, mm-hmm. but. 
I think the last one I was truly excited for, like, oh my god, off, like, you know, off the rocker for was uh, Call of Duty Modern Warfare 3. Or if you really had to, like, you know, bend my elbow is Black Ops 2, because I bought it for the Wii U. <laughs> oh, God. No. Funny story. Funny you story. can't complain I talked about Cuphead Funny earlier in this episode. Story, you bought actually. Call of Duty for Wii U. <laughs> and I played Sea of Thieves with Luke Lord this week, and I liked it. <laughs> <laughs> I genuinely enjoyed my time. I'm just, I'm throwing us off a roof here, but like, I yeah, I was number seventy six in the world. I think or like like sixty like sixty or seventy in the world of Wii U owners. So like out of the eighty of us, here I was. <laughs> Good lord, dude! I was like I was a killing machine <laughs> with your giant tablet. Oh god, it was so unwieldy. Yeah, did I thought use, that was did the Did you use the, uh, the the pen? Uh, no, it's just like that was the map. Oh. It was good. It oh, cleared okay. out the HUD. Give uh, Nintendo fine. that. It cleared fine. out the HUD. I'm sorry. With that, that was in my PC days when I was confused and didn't know any better. <laughs> so with that, Kyle, any other thoughts for Call of Duty? How this? No, I'm, I'm excited to see more of the gameplay because yeah. from the trailer, um, it did a really like it seemed like there was some gameplay in there, like from in-game and engine stuff. Mm-hmm. Which blew my mind because it looks very seamless from what I consider cutscenes and what Call of Duty gameplay was like what I'm used to type mm-hmm. thing. Like it looked it looked way more realistic than I think it yeah. has yeah, in it a looked, long time. It like textures, the the puddles yeah. on the ground, everything looked really yeah. beautiful. And that's a weird way of putting it, but yeah. Yeah. Like Looked good. So with that, it's a new segment I like to call My Name is Legion, for we are many. What a badass line. Like, I know, like, in the Bible, they're bad guys that are saying it, but, like, that's a dope line. The next isn't goober. That, isn't is, that a Mass Effect 2 line, too? Well, isn't Legion is, a, is, a, is, is the robot guy in Mass Effect 2, but they got yeah. Legion from the Bible quote where, like, Jesus walks mm. up to a dude that's possessed and he asks him his name, and he's like, We got Legion. <laughs> <laughs> Sam Wickwicky. <laughs> Are oh, you no. ladies man 2187? <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Like, no, Jesus of Nazareth. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm gonna save this right here. Watch Dogs Legion is real. Full reveal at E3. Yep. Watch Dogs Legion is the next game in Ubisoft series. That much has been confirmed through the fact that the property's official Twitter account has changed its name to, you guess it, Watch Dogs Legion. Wow. But that's not all. The same account is now teasing the game itself, posting, God save the NPCs. Every individual you meet in the open world has a full set of animations, voiceover, character traits, and visuals that are generated and guided by gameplay systems. It sounds unbelievably ambitious, and Kotaku's ever-reliable Jason Schreier reports that it may have led to internal delays. So, my first thought, okay, strange, because I really liked Watch Dogs 2. Like, I thought Marcus mm. was a fantastic protagonist. Same. He was likable. Sure, he killed dudes, but don't we all? Never um, finished it. It's in never, my shame pile, but dude, I loved really Watch Dogs 2. Yeah, it was, my, it was like my sleeper hit of what, like 2017? 16. 16, 16 I, think. I think. Yeah. yeah. Um, it was a great game. And I think, you know, Watch Dogs 1, I wasn't a fan of Aiden. 
Um, yeah, same. Uh, yeah, and he choked that nice lady. Uh, I, I don't know if actually I think she turned back. I don't know, but like yeah. didn't like it. Didn't like Chicago. Um, and yeah, like San Francisco, bright, beautiful. Marcus is an amazing protagonist. Mm-hmm. What do you feel about this? So we're going to, I believe, London is the rumor. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. And you're going to be controlling NPCs. What What are your thoughts about that? Uh, so thought number one: awesome that it's in London. Yeah. I think like a, a modern version of London is a great setting for a Watch Dogs game. Mm-hmm. Uh, number two, I hate this NBC idea. Oh, idea. really? I really, I do not like it. It's, well, what do you think it's going to be? Like, I, that, is it just like you're sitting in some sort of like hacker dungeon and you're just hacking into people's technology and following them around and getting through stuff that way? Like, I really don't. I don't want to play as an NPC. I want to play as an actual character, fully written out, and I want to follow his or her path mm-hmm. through the game. And I feel like if I'm hopping between NPCs that have full voiceover and character traits and animations, that if I spend time with this one, I'm going to miss out on a bunch of other really cool things that are happening at the same time. So, like, okay. why not? Why not use all that for the NPCs and make them? key characters to the story that you run into right but not that you have to sacrifice experiencing it with other different points of view as hopping between NPCs if that is what yeah. is happening I don't know man that's it's it's strange so first and foremost do you think this is an E3 announcement or by the time we're talking about this do you think it was at the Stadia Connect their little state of play thing oh, they're doing oh god I hope this is E3 yeah yeah. Why? Why do you say that? Why? Listen, we like competition. We can hang with Stadia. Sure, you know. I I'm not thrilled with Stadia at all. Like oh the tech goodness. is tech is cool, but like okay. I'm never ever ever gonna get Google Stadia. Here's the thing. My thing with Google Stadia is you don't want Watch Dogs to be the game that is like featured on Google, a yeah. Google platform because like Watch Dogs is all about too much internet connectivity. Yeah. <laughs> so like I that believe, would be the wrong place to put isn't it. Isn't it Watch Dogs too? You go to like Google headquarters? Yeah, and you hijack exactly. all their stuff. Yeah. Exactly. Yes. So that'd be weird. <laughs> so I don't think that would be a chill thing. Uh air quotes. I, I I'm so I don't want to be down on this idea because I don't I haven't seen it all. But like for me yeah, my first guttural reaction is like you're controlling NPCs. How are you like mind control? What is that? Also, like, how ridiculous is it? Like, play as an NPC. What does NPC stand for, Joe? Non playable character. Exactly. So what? <laughs> you know they're gonna have a gimmick name, right? Like, I know. PPC player, like, you know, <laughs> just PPs. Yeah, we're yeah. We're, so you see a bunch of PPs in the environment. <laughs> And you can control the peepees whichever way you want. Oh, God. <laughs> you could know? put the peepees anywhere is what we're trying to see. <laughs> <laughs> All peepees have full animation? Yep. They have full voiceover? Yep. And they, they, when they get cold, they hide. <laughs> <laughs> you know? No, but, like, I don't want to hate on this idea because, like, I, I do think, like, you are the guy in the chair. Like, you're Ned in Spider-Man, right? Yeah. And you are, like, maybe trying to find non-lethal ways of uh, obtaining technology. Like the one thing that I I liked about that's cool. Yeah. I didn't didn't like killing as Marcus. Yeah. And that's the thing. Like going back to like Plague Tale, the reason why I love Plague Tale a lot is a lot of the times you're not solving the problem with violence. 
you're mm-hmm. always kind of trying an alternative uh, an alternative route but like killing is always seems like the last option that you want to take in that game because you are powerless you're just a little girl so like what would a little girl do in the middle of all times against a knight probably fucking die and so like if you're just a hacker from san francisco like marcus how the hell does he know all this military like he knows how to shoot you know an assault rifle or just a gun Mm -hmm. in general he knows how to control the recoil like he knows how to take several bullets to the chest yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Walk it off. So it's a lot of leaps of logic there. Yeah. So I would like it if like we're a hacker and like we're w- wearing a backwards cap because you know it's Ubisoft. We want some style in it. And like yeah, like you have a taser instead of a gun. Like it's non-violent or you know semi-violent. I mean you are. T- yeah. I'm, yeah. So like yeah, I would like that where you're like you're trying to find alternative routes and the last course of action is violence. Like I want it so that I have a choice clear choice never to touch a gun ever that would be really cool yeah you know it's 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 making action games different you have to think outside the box you can't mm-hmm. just shoot your way out of every situation or like if you do decide to use a gun like there is a huge consequence to that and the yeah. story change, changes to that and it's not like we're going to talk about that the same soon. story it, it's yeah. kind of like if what infamous was like if you chose to be the bad cole yeah like you got awful heinous powers and abilities and like people looked at you and hated your guts cuz you yeah. were doing bad things so like but it's fun to watch do bad games, things yeah well i'm i'm a ren, uh not renegade was well, paragon at paragon. heart i am i am a paragon i'm a good guy through and through so like if i choose to shoot somebody in watch dogs 3 mm-hmm. it'd be cool like oh like you can't really stealth anymore and yeah. everyone's like looking for you all the time. Yeah. And it's like nobody just sees a dead corpse and like, they must have left. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Frank, why is Frank napping? <laughs> hey Mark, come over here. Frank's taking a nap <laughs> on his scheduled rotation of all things. This yeah. guy came, he, he pointed something at yeah. him. A big bright light came out and then Maybe he just ran and hit over there in the bushes. <laughs> He just—he's just over there. It's like, well, check a book. First off, do your landscaping, bad guys. All right, then hey, that's, yeah, exactly. That's really all. You, you don't even need all these walls, these cannons, these turrets. Just get—just hire like one of my relatives. We're gonna mow your lawn, yeah. cut your grass, whatever. Bam, problem solved. With that, we talk all the hiding places too, Joe. <laughs> yeah. All these hiding places are always so. But you know, so I, I break into Andy's house every day, so it doesn't matter. With that, Kyle. Enough watchdogs. Sure, <laughs> I want. I want you to guess. Guess who's not coming to uh, E3 alongside PlayStation this year? Guess who's not going? It hurts, Joe. I don't want to say it. Just take a guess. Any guess? Uh, it's Rocksteady, isn't it, Joe? It is Rocksteady. How did you know? Uh, I don't know. I've only been heartbroken after hearing this news the other day. Oh man! Uh, you, do you want me to read it? No, I'll, I'll read it. Okay. I, I, it helps to get it out. Like, I, I can't. I can't <laughs> internalize it. Uh, Rock City Games is skipping E3 2019. The studio's co-founder took to Twitter to break the disappointing news, telling fans that the team is hard at work on its next project back in London. Stefan Hill, quote, he's the head of Rocksteady. Hi, all. A number of you have asked, so we wanted to let you all know up front that Rocksteady Games won't be showing at E3 this year. We'll be watching as fans, but remaining in London, hard at work on our next big project. Enjoy the show. All right. Do you think this is bullshit? 
You think I'd be anyway? super. It'd be super hype if it if it was bullshit. But no, I I gen I really do think they're skipping it. Okay, next question here for yeah. you. Now, if I was Shu, mm-hmm. which because we all know Shuhei Yoshida runs mm-hmm. not just the first party here at PlayStation, but he probably is the Illuminati. He's an he's an all seeing being, right? He's probably behind the scenes at Warner Brothers, and mm-hmm. you have a choice. Do you think this game is a, a this generation game or next generation game or both? Uh, I think at this point, next gen. Yeah, yeah. But I just had a thought, Joe. <sighs> yes. What's that? I just had a thought. Okay. They are skipping E3, just like the the podcast we're all about, PlayStation. What if they show up at State of Play? What if there's a State of Play and they show up there? It's not at E3. They said they're skipping, so technically he's not lying. Oh man, you really want to you bring the hype? You I'm, know I'm what? Trying, I'm grasping. I'm <laughs> you grasping. know what? I'll let you grasp. <laughs> but we need to hold on to something later. But you need, yeah, I'll let you hold on to that one. Oh, okay, hold on to that dream. No, absolutely not. Um, it's just you know, again, E3 is still a thing, right? Like though there was someone who, who did the math. Uh, Death Stranding got if you tally up. The PlayStation views alone, not just like on GameSpot or on whatever, if you tally those views up, it has more views than the Xbox conference in 2017 and 2018 combined. Whoa. Not to mention, I don't know the count for the streams over at Xbox, um, but the Twitch stream had over 100 thousand uh, people in it at once that's so like that's a lot of eyes on a really yeah. big property on a really big project so who knows i mean it is batman it is a huge property well, so if it is batman i mean that is true too we don't yeah. know what it is so i think i'm there with you i think warner brothers is giving rock steady all the time in the world and i think it's probably coming out next year uh, sure. And it's like a both. It's like on both. Or, mm-hmm. hey, they, they're really crazy, and it's on the PlayStation 5, Google Stadia. What an awful name. And and the Xbox Scarlet, you know? I, I think since they're skipping E3 this year, okay. I think I will say it now, and it's six months in the future. It is going to be a lock for the Game Awards. We will see whatever they're working on at the Game Awards this year. Oh. Lock it in. Okay. All right. Lock you know what? In. That's that's great. I I actually like that a lot. Well, with that, again, yeah. not going to E3. Nope. I'm so sorry, Kyle. It's Let's okay. talk about our next goober on the list. <laughs> I had a massive brain fart there. <laughs> you where can now connect your DualShock 4 controller <laughs> to your Apple TV? Question mark? This comes from PlayStation Twitter. Uh, update from today's hashtag WWDC. Official DualShock 4 support will be coming to iOS, iPadOS, and tvOS this fall. We'll keep you posted. So I, I put this here, a very small story. For us iOS people, that's really cool. I mean, we, we're not going to get native controller support on our – starting with Apple TV and I believe sooner down the line – all iOS devices, so like your iPhone, your iPad, and this kind of goes with, remember, the whole uh, remote play on iPhone. Yeah. You know, you see it right now, and it's a sucky (laughs) app, like I was saying months ago. Awful, because it's all touchscreen. But now with the DualShock controller support, guess what? Now that app is passable. 
Mm-hmm. Now I would really like to test it out to see how that is. That's going to come out uh, in autumn, in the fall, I believe. Mm-hmm. I think October, to be exact. I also um, think so I yeah. saw a video on Twitter today of somebody testing it with Persona 5 on an iPad uh, yeah. with a DualShock, and he was controlling it like flawlessly on his iPad with it. So That's awesome. That's awesome. That's really cool. Yeah, so I'm, I'm, I'm excited to see this. Do you think that this is also maybe a bigger pull towards game pass or playstation now on the apple tv in the future sure i i think this is a a plus no matter what you look at it it's also like a like a hey google google stadia we can do it too type of thing okay i mean that does make a lot of sense because apple is always in competition with Google, just like Microsoft. So it, it is a, a plus of saying, hey, listen, we have our <laughs> thing, and we also have Xbox and PlayStation in this one place. So yeah. suck it. <laughs> I, I don't know who the CEO is. Yeah, Google. I don't either. I've, I just think, like, you walk into Google, it's a council, and then, like, they're like, welcome to the council of Google, and you walk behind It's the like King stores. Arthur. Yeah, but like then there's like a secret door and it's just like a kid and like he has like a helmet on like he's in Cerebro and like that's the person controlling everything behind the scenes. So (laughs) I hope that's true. Yeah. Is that the God you want to believe in Google? That's fine. That's fine. Android users. Hey, hey, Joe, I got a question for you. What's that? Are you ready, Joe? What is this? Is this one of your was it one of my I can't hear you. Are you okay? Is is my mic? Shout out to Mark. SpongeBob SquarePants, Battle for Bikini Bottom, Rehydrated announced. This comes from IGN. This happened today. SpongeBob SquarePants, Battle for Bikini Bottom, Rehydrated, a faithfully remade version of the 2003 cult classic, has officially been announced for modern systems. Revealed by the official THQ Nordic Twitter account, Rehydrated is being developed by Purple Lamp Studios and is coming to PC, PS4, Xbox One, and Nintendo Switch. The posts also confirm that it is, unfortunately, not coming to E3 2019. Now, Joe, yes, this was one of three THQ Nordic announcements the week before E3. We okay. got another one tomorrow on Thursday, June 6th, and okay. another one on Friday, June 7th. What do you think or want those announcements to be? More remakes like this or something brand new? Uh, an apology for being on 8chan. Uh, maybe That'd it's sincere great. this time. And then on the 7th... No, okay, I'll let me be real. Uh, you know, guys, I felt really icky about supporting THQ because of that whole thing. Keep in mind, there's developers that work there, and I can't yeah. let... Just because there's bad eggs doesn't mean the whole basket's rotten, right? So, mm-hmm. uh, wow, look at me with the analogies. Proud of myself. Ooh. So, okay, it... Unannounced game, I want it time splitters. Give me yeah, time splitters. Sure. Just time splitters. What else is there another? Uh, 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 then Kingdoms of Amalore? Sure. Pops? Like, okay. like, maybe, they're, and they're, maybe they're both remasters as well. Because mm-hmm. like, they say they have like 70 goddamn projects at work right now. And I they bet are. most of them are remasters. Yeah, so, there, there are some leaks of what, what they're working on and, and some things that are confirmed, or not con- maybe not confirmed, confirmed for next week. Yeah. Uh, one of those things is a Destroy All Humans new game in that franchise. Ooh, that's a game uh, that I hear so much about I never really got into as a kid. I dabbled in it. Like, I got demos of it, like on okay. the PS2 demo discs. Um, another one is, like, Darksiders 4. 
which is I find is really weird since three just came out last year. Last year, mm-hmm. um, what I want is Red Faction. I want another Red Faction game, Joe. Oh, I was gonna say because don't they have a, a remastered? Because they were really reaching for oh, that yeah, one. They did do that one, yeah. But like, mm-hmm. I go all the way back to like the first one. Okay, and redo that one because that one's cool. So what makes okay? So what I, like every like Twitter's freaking out about this. What makes Bikini Bottom Battle for can be uh, whatever? Like what what makes it so special to everybody? So like it's not. I'm not a gigantic huge fan of Bikini Bottom the game. Okay. It's just I I think I have such fond memories for it looking back because it's one of the first licensed games that wasn't like it had a lot put into it a lot of thought put into it and it's another one of those like those platforming games where it was challenging but it was fun and it wasn't just a simple cash grab like it there was an actual good game underneath that layer of spongebob yeah all right man hey you know what i'm happy for you how much you think this is gonna run you 20 bucks I'd say twenty or thirty. Twenty or thirty. Would you yeah. actually pay thirty bo- bucks for this? Yeah, I would. I have nieces, man. That, they love SpongeBob. All right, that's true. Okay, yeah. All they, right, they'll, they'll love that game. All right, all right. You know what? I'm not gonna. Now I'm the asshole. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> I'm gonna deny kids happiness because I'm an old grumpy man. You know. God, <laughs> I should be called the PlayStation Guru. Oh, these oh, kids oh, today. Boy. You know? Ooh, let me save you from that one. <laughs> Next goober comes from the blog. Dreams gets its first early access patch on mm. June 6th, Ooh. which is today, if you're listening to it, when this goes out. Goody, goody. What's new feature to the main Dream Reverse menu so you can see new media molecule content as it's added? For this update, you'll find the Ancient Times art kit with its adorable new characters and everything you need to craft a gorgeous scene. We'll also start a community jam called Ancient Times on June 11th, so you'll have the perfect excuse to try out these new assets. We'll also be adding two games into the Media Molecule Arcade, Combo Crush, a coin-collecting frenzy that you can remix and make your own, and fan fan favorite, Comic Sans, created by four Media Media Molecule jammers on a train during Train Jam 2018. You'll also find the new multi-part imp quests to reward your creativity with some cute new imps. Oh, and one more thing. We recognize that in a living, involving game like Dreams, waiting a whole month for updates can feel like forever. So from now on, we'll be updating early access for Dreams more frequently with little changes and tweaks in between our major content drops. You'll see what we mean this month as we make some improvements to sorting, discoverability, and more. This is awesome. Like, yeah. I'm really happy that this is finding ground. It's finding its audience. It looks like it's found its audience. Mm -hmm. And it seems like it's going smoothly. I'm seeing more and more streamers playing this game. I'm seeing more and more people talk about dreams. Uh, This is awesome, man. This is great. And to see, like, it have the Fortnite, like, way of patching where it's like, hey, if we can fit a patch in, we're going to do it. We have these big patches that were our our big focus is our. But, like, like VR, for example, I think is coming out this summer. But in the meantime, we're going to be adding little things in here or there. So with that, Mm -hmm. Kyle, um, have you purchased Dreams yet? I have not yet, no. no. So is this... Is this something that's going to be piquing your interest to try it out? Or Oh, yeah. No, Dreams is, like, top of my list of games to get. 
Okay. It's just not having money to buy these things. I feel you. We, you know what? Yeah. We should talk to Media Molecule. We should yeah, start a great. business relationship. Ooh. Say, hello, Media Molecule. Hello, Trophy Room. <laughs> and we shake hands. <laughs> I think that's how business yeah. is conducted everywhere. Yeah. With that, let's get to the next story. <laughs> this cr- comes from PS Lifestyle. According to Kojima, Death Stranding will introduce a new game genre. In an effort to make things clearer, the game director explained Death Stranding shouldn't be classified as a stealth experience. Actually, there does not yet exist a genre suitable enough to describe the game. As such, Kojima's created a new genre, action game slash strand game. I'm sorry, that that's odd. But yeah. it's Kojima. Uh, he briefly touched on this in a recent Twitter post. Kojima's tweet, quote, As I'm getting similar questions, so I shall repost. Death Stranding is not a stealth game. Could move subjectively, but not a first-person shooter shooting game either. By incorporating with the concept of connection, quotations, strand, it's totally brand new genre called action game slash strand game, social strand system. What I don't know what I just read. What is this game? What is this game? I don't game? know. I, 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 Does this I know, turn you off, though? Like, let's, let's be, you're excited? I'm excited. I'm just like, okay, I got a, m- a lot of money riding on this thing being good. So mm-hmm. I'm just like, I'm just a little nervous. I mean. Like a new, what? I, re- I read this. I'm like, wow, that's weird. I don't know what that means. Yeah. But then I think about the last like huge reveal trailer and seeing how cool it looked. Okay. So like, I'm going to give it the benefit of the doubt. Of a doubt. Good right, Lord. right. And then I'm sure as soon as like you play it and you get into it, like this might make sense. I hope it does. <laughs> I, I, don't I don't know. know. It's, it's weird. It's weird. It, Again, only Kojima probably, could get away with this shit. This is like the most intriguing game yeah. I think I've ever uh, we've ever seen. Well, I really. mean like but like Cyberpunk's pretty intriguing, right? Well, uh, sure, but it's like an RPG. Like we know what it is. Okay. Okay. But like this is something where it's Kojima, we know Metal Gear Solid, that storyline is But we really fun. don't know anything about this game. We don't know. We don't know much to it. Yeah. He's saying it's a new genre. Like, when was the last time that's happened? That's true. I don't know. It's weird. It's weird. It's. I don't know. I get a little nervousness with most of these games. Like, for example, like Last of Us Two. I'm fine. I'm fine. I know that game's gonna be good. But like, yeah. even Cy- like Cyberpunk is like we're doing something totally crazy different. And though I've seen gameplay and I like it, I'm just like, but. Is it going to have the Red Dead 2 effect where it's just like, mm. I see where you're doing and it's cool, but this is more simulation than game, right? Like, is is yeah. this going to be more walking sim than, like, what is it, you know? Yeah. I don't know. Do it's you think there's going to be one last trailer, like, just pure gameplay, or do you think, like, this is it? Are you thinking uh, you got to stay to play for this? Maybe. Okay. Maybe. I, I think maybe... We'll see more at Tokyo Game Show. Ooh, that's actually a perfect place to show it off. All right. Yep. I get it. Kyle, on to the next goober, sir. I'm screwing uh, up the segment. Really, I'm, oh, you know, usually this, I'm good, and this today I'm just... No, it's fine. You're doing fantastic. I suck. Job. I suck. You're, you're the best around. <laughs> Nobody can keep you down. This next goober comes from PlayStation Lifestyle. Destiny 2 may be getting cross-platform saves according to a leak, but maybe not on PS4. 
This news comes by way of a leak courtesy of a data mine on the most recent update. The same data mine that uncovered the Destiny 2 Shadowkeep expansion that is expected to be announced tomorrow. Ginzor, which is tomorrow meeting June 6th, Joe? Uh, I believe so, yes. Okay. Um, Ginzor, one of the most prominent Destiny data miners, tweeted out the image below and said it looks like cross-saving will be announced tomorrow for Destiny 2. The image appears to be the in-game asset for cross-saves. Destiny 2 cross-save is something that players have been asking for a long time. With all the data stored in the cloud and no actual save data right on your console, many players presume that the solution should be simple to allow for players to migrate their characters and progress among platforms. Most people presume that Sony was behind the block, as it was also the main barrier in many other games not having crossplay. Now that Sony has started to adopt a much more open policy towards crossplay and working with the competition for a unified gaming space, it makes sense that we are seeing this move. Adding to this report, Kotaku confirmed a few of these details through anonymous sources, adding that Destiny 2 will be coming to Google Stadia, which will also support cross-save, mm-hmm. though the PS4's inclusion in this is still up in the air. It makes sense as a smooth onboarding for people to Google Stadia. Stadia! It, you know, okay, Google Stadia sounds like I found it. This is why it's, it sounds fucked up in my head. Google Stadia straight up sounds like an Eastern European car. Like like a Czech Republic oh, automobile maker. One, you know what it it sent. Do you know uh, the Vacation movie series? Yeah, of course. It sounds like a Clark Griswold car that he <laughs> rented in Europe when they went yeah. on the European vacation. You want to go ride in my Geostorm <laughs> Stadius? <laughs> it goes faster than bull on horse. <laughs> like <laughs> what? <laughs> um, okay, so with this. Again, we talk about like cross-play with Call of Duty. Now mm-hmm. we're seeing cross-saves. And I understand why they're introducing cross-saves first. Because merging... I, I know I have a PC account on Destiny. First off, I've been playing Destiny 2 again. Oh, yeah? Great game to kill time while you wait for E3. Because you don't want to play something important. Because then you're going <laughs> to forget it when you just go through your E3 craziness. Yeah. So, yeah, I've been playing that to kill time. Hey, it's... It, it's better, guys. It's better. It gets right, better. That's good. Um, but yeah, no, it it's it's it it's a solid move by Bungie to make um, because I have an account on PC, PS4, Xbox One, and it's kind of like you have to choose your favorite child. So it's yeah. like from the way I see it, it's like okay, you got to choose my Warlock on PlayStation Four. I'm gonna choose my my Hunter on my Xbox One, and then on PC, I'm gonna choose my Titan, and those are going to be my three characters from here on out. At least that's what I I feel like, right? You you feel mm-hmm. the same? Yeah, yeah. So I, I like this move. Hopefully, in the next few months, we see crossplay too. Everybody's moving in this direction, man. Yeah. It's so, oh God, I'm so ready. I also really love the whole cross save thing. Yeah, like you can you can take your character and and migrate it to wherever you need it be. Like that's that's kind of why. And you know, this is going to be my chalk it up on the board okay. type game. Let's do it. Borderlands Three, like where your character, you don't have to worry about leveling up many different types of characters because right. your character has so many different classes. Okay. It, within itself, like it, it's so you don't have to, yeah. you don't have to, like you said, sacrifice your favorite child. You can bring your favorite child with you, which okay, is awesome. Cool. Which one would it be? I think I'm definitely. The, I, I we've talked about this. I'm definitely the favorite son. Um, with that, you have anything to add? 
I'm shocked. I thought I was the favorite son. I mean, well, I mean, if we were related, yes, you'd be the favorite son. But oh. I mean, like in my household, favorite. Oh, son. in your household, yeah, got it. Definitely, my <laughs> brother, he's fucking up. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Tim Wolf. <laughs> well, you have the kids in the back. <laughs> he said something hilarious where he's like, "He's my son's talking about B and E's for breaking an entry." <laughs> thanks, thanks a lot, trophy room. <laughs> I died. I straight up, I was like, this comment just stole my heart for the rest That's of my awesome. life. With that, <laughs> let's get to the next story. This one comes from Push Square. And also, the Destiny story came from PS Lifestyle. That's my fault. I'm sorry, PS Lifestyle. I said that. Oh, okay, good. I, got I was you. paying attention. Uh, various PS Plus subscription prices increasing in Europe again. It seems as though Sony is increasing various PlayStation Plus subscription prices in different European countries. The news comes courtesy of a forum thread over on PSN Profiles, which is based on emails that users have received. Said emails go over revised pricing for countries such as France, Germany, Sweden, and Switzerland. Japan is also seeing a price increase. However, in some regions, such as Japan, the price increase only applies to the one-month subscription option. What's more, adjustments in the likes of Sweden and Switzerland appear to be price corrections more than anything, as previously it was actually cheaper to buy multiple one-month subs rather than a whole year. Hmm. Still, a price increase is a price increase. At the time of writing, it's unclear how widespread widespread these price adjustments are. So I just wanted to let this out here because I know a lot of our audience, I believe almost like over a third, they're from the the great land of Britain. And Europe as well. Um, so I just wanted to let you guys know, hey, shit's going down. Buy PS Plus as much as you can. It yep. looks like, yeah, it's a lot of European fluctuation of currencies, especially with Brexit on the, on the, on the horizon. So, yeah, it, that is what it yeah. is. That's a little flash news for you. With that, let's get to the next story, sir, if you this- don't have anything to add. Also comes from Push Square. PS4 games could get a significant performance boost on PS5, suggests Sony backwards compatibility patent. According to a Sony patent that's recently been resubmitted, your PS4 games may end up running better than ever on PS5 through backwards compatibility. We already know that load times could be significantly decreased thanks to the next-gen console's processing prowess, as evidenced by the Marvel Spider-Man demo, but it sounds like the machine may also be able to boost overall performance. This feature already exists to some extent in the form of boost mode on PS4 Pro, but the results are pretty negligible for the most part. This republished patent reads, quote, To further optimize performance of older games, one can adjust the execution of the new hardware to see if the application can be run faster on the new hardware without causing it to fail, end quote. At first glance, this seems like it could be a more in-depth and perhaps more effective method of enhancing PS4 titles. Yeah. And again, this is something that the PlayStation 4 Pro does on most games. Uh, You put it to boost mode. Actually, I think boost mode is just straight out the gate, the default setting. But if not, check your user uh, settings. And yeah, no, this is is cool, man. I mean, Xbox One does this as well. The X boosts games up. Uh, uh, on the Xbox drive, because it's the only thing they got there, they call them free masters because the graphics look a little bit better and it's boosted up to like 1080p or something like that. And you gotta give them a win where where, where it counts. With that, PlayStation's getting it. Pretty dope. What are your thoughts, sir? That's awesome. Uh, Any... uh, That's one of my fears, like, to play an old game on a new console Mm -hmm. where the newer stuff is gonna look so much better. 
Yeah. So like that's yeah, the reason this, why this I can't awesome. get into a lot of older titles too because I'm just like. I mean, it's not like this is going to turn like a PS2 game into a PS3 game, right? Yeah. But like, I mean, like smooth out the textures and make yep. things you know a little bit more curved or whatnot. Um, but yeah, like that's one of my things. Is like, man, these games are ugly. I want something nice to stare at, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah, this is really cool. You see that the tech is there. It also reads into the fact that we are definitely getting PlayStation at least two PlayStation One backwards compatibility and if the rumors are correct like we talked about a few weeks back this is going to be also playstation 3 as well so again sony's listening for anybody yeah. saying not there you go very exciting. Proves it. very exciting with that let's talk the about the last scoober last story last one also comes from push square they've had a busy day this episode uh, it's like i was finding these off <laughs> one website because of pure convenience but hey push square does awesome jobs so yeah, i don't even they do Uh, Marvel's Avengers will have both single-player and co-op gameplay. Mm. In the schedule for E3 Coliseum, the event-long live stream hosted by Jeff Keighley, a segment called Marvel's Avengers Showcase has a couple of tidbits that give us a brief idea of what to expect. It states the game combines cinematic storytelling with continuous single-player and co-op gameplay. As well as confirming co-op, it goes on to mention customization and the ability to combine powers. Assemble in teams up to four players, master extraordinary abilities, customize your heroes to fit your playstyle, and combine powers to defend an ever-expanding world under constant threat. Kyle, we're in the end game now. Yeah, we are. We are days away from E3, days away from finding Ooh. out this game. And Ooh. it's so imminent right now, you could go on Amazon and you can buy, actually, the Avengers symbol like for the game, the logo. On a t-shirt, right? On a t-shirt. I already bought yeah. one. I prepared. Oh, did you? Yeah. Nice. Can't wait. Can't wait. Anything Avengers, I'm in. Anything nerdy, I'm in. With that, Kyle, we're doing an E3 predictions with the Xbox driver. Finally having the crossover event of the century. We're doing our E3 predictions. Uh, It won't be on our feed because we don't want to clog our feed. I hate Master Feed podcasts. They make me want to shoot myself right in the pinky toe. So... I hate them. I don't want to flood your feed and you get confused what's the new episode or not. So what's going to happen is actually as of today, or maybe you even missed it, but we'll get to it. Uh, on June 6th, uh, 10 e, uh, 10.30 EST time. Uh, sorry, let me start 10.30 this over. p.m. 10.30 p.m. EST time. We'll be over at Sean Capri's Twitch channel where we're going to run down all of E3, and we're going to be doing E3 predictions a lot different. It's going to be way more fun. We're going to have a ton of fun. There's actually not just like, what do you think is this going to happen? It's it's going to be loads of fun, tons of surprises. And if you missed it, it's going to be on Bad Bit Games' YouTube channel. So it's going to be me, Kyle, Sean, uh, Luke Lore, the Insipid Ghost, all together in one place talking e3 predictions as they're about to head to e3 and we're about to watch it and also talking about e3 coverage i will be covering the microsoft conference on saturday with bobby paul's the nintendo guru and then monday all of the conferences right your ubisoft square kind of funny game showcase and Beth, no bethesda's Bethesda sunday night sunday so yeah we'll be covering every single event here at twitch.tv slash bad bit so there you go Very or exciting. youtube just be on my twitter follow me on twitter you'll find it out so don't go. worry i will i will be here during the square one just so joe does not shit on final fantasy 7 i refuse to let that happen 
I'm very excited for Final Fantasy VII. <laughs> I'm Kyle. <laughs> <laughs> dork, you dork. With oh, that... <laughs> you know what? When you turned over there, like, to the side a little bit, mm. you know what? You, you have a Captain America vibe with the hair going on right now. I like it. I like it. Whatever it takes, Joe. Me, Oh, God. Let me tell you something about Chris <laughs> Evans, okay? He can fart on a cheese sandwich and glab. <laughs> Let's be real here. All right. Cheese man sandwich, to man. Huh? Cheese, uh, of course. By God, it had to oh. be a cheese sandwich. Ooh. That handsome, delicious specimen, which is Chris. Uh, I was going to say Hemsworth. He's one of them on the list. But Chris Evans, by God. You can melt a tuna melt, by God. Uh, right across the room, I said, by God, good sir. You're an attractive man. Let me touch a peck. Let me touch a bicep. Let me touch something and I get kicked out of the chilies. Anyway, <clears throat> what do you think this Avengers game is going to be? Because a lot of people think it's yeah. going to be like Destiny-based game as service. Oh, some people have said Overwatch from some of the leaks. Mm. Ooh, yeah, I know, right? Ugh. What do you think this game is, dude? It's weird. I I think from even that that short example there... I think you're creating your own adventure. I don't want to. I want to be Cap. I don't. E- I don't either. I want to play as one of. Yeah, I want to play as Cap. I want to play. I want to pick an Avenger that's already there mm-hmm. and play as them. Um, I want to. Be- I've I, I've said this before in an episode of the show. Yeah. Uh, what I want is like you are Cap and you have to go recruit other heroes to go take down this threat. That's what I want. Yeah. I don't want to create a. a this sounds very whiny, but like I don't want to create a brand new hero. Like I love the the Avengers heroes that we already have. I don't want to make it city. I don't want to do it. Yeah, I'm just gonna make my own Captain America. I'll still buy it for fifty nine ninety nine, but I will show that I am not a. Fan. I'll get the collector's edition. Watch me. I'm a slut for steel books, but sir, I'll give you a piece of my mind while I take out my wallet. Um, yeah, no, like. <laughs> The creation, uh, character creation thing, I'm not the biggest fan of because it yeah. does scream city heroes to me. But if I think of like Overwatch, I know a lot of people get turned off by this. But what if it is, hey, listen, you're Captain America, you're Black Panther, you're, you know, you, you have these set character lists mm-hmm. and you pick them for different missions that you're going out on. The only difficulty there is, well, how does that affect your move set? How does that affect your abilities? How does progression work? Yeah. Because that's going to get really old if I don't have something to work towards. So maybe I'm yeah. unlocking different costumes and different abilities. I, but see, when you brought that up, I instantly thought of Ultimate Alliance. That's what I'm also like, thinking, too. But we got that coming to the Switch. It's possibly the only game I'm excited for on the Switch. Exactly. So, like, I don't. Would they want to copy that kind of thing if we're getting a similar game like that? Like, I don't know. It's weird because there is not a game like we can even go back to superhero wise that would make sense because there's so many. Also, like when you say create a character, it brings me back to that awful X-Man game. Uh, Oh, my God. Did I say X-Man? X-Man. You did say X-Man. Yeah, like the X-Man with the Wolverine. Oh, Logan, let me tell you something. Are you talking about X-Men Legends? Uh, Yeah, I think so. Right? Okay. Yeah, so like you created your own mutant. I don't know. I'm gonna have to see this. Yeah. But yeah, right now, like a lot of people, like we're, like I was listening to uh, SDGC, uh, Super Deformed Games Cast, and they were like, "Yeah, this is not sounding good." Yeah, but it's a talented studio. 
So yeah, again, oh, yeah. like I don't want to judge it, but I mean, the Overwatch thing could work if it's like mm-hmm. here's a cast of characters, here's what we're doing, uh, you know, far in advance, you yeah. know, whatever, no season pass, give me a battle pass, bullshit. But like that could work yeah. better, and as long as the missions are fun, I don't care. But I want to be like Civil War fighting each other in a unless arena. like. It's like a, a GTA five thing where you hop between characters on the battlefields. Oh. What what? You said GTA five immediately head goes to having sex with prostitutes. No. No. no, like, no, like, no. And Rogers gets out of his car. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, opens like, the trunk between, another body, you know. Kinda like you hop between um the characters in GTA five with Trevor yeah. and and they were somewhere around the map and you but just still it's like in. how my the biggest question they got to answer is how does progression work well yeah yeah and sure. once they get that, that i'm on perplexing board. yeah that's yeah. perplexing with that let's let's hold on to something but before hold, i do i gotta on. i gotta get the time down here it's, i'm gonna hold on to my water bottle okay are you are you sure yeah i might positive. not be sturdy enough mm, prepare the drop Every single week, the latest and greatest in PlayStation comes out. And there's so many great games to play, not enough time to play them, and certainly not enough time in this podcast to talk about them. So, (laughs) here's the deal. We each pick one game that excites us on the PlayStation Store front. With that, Kyle, would you mind if I went first? Absolutely. Go ahead. Joseph's pick. Super Blood Hockey. Arcade Sport Gaming gets a shot of adrenaline in the blood, super blood hockey, a violent homage to 8-bit classic ice hockey games. Customize your lineup, take to the ice, and face and fast-paced skills and bone-crushing brutality to dominate. <laughs> I like the giggle. That was actually written in the, in the description, was yeah. the giggle. You know what happened? My voice, it not it, it's very dry on my throat because I've been well, sick. Yeah. If yeah. you guys can, can't tell, I'm breathing in the mic like I'm staring at like a cheese sandwich, but <laughs> it's really my throat's so dry right now. I'm very congested, sinuses, so there you go. That's a good pick, though. Super Blood Hockey looks like a lot Thank of you. fun. Thank you. Uh, my pick for this week is a game called Effie. Effie is a 3D action adventure game that combines classic elements from the genre with the exploration of an expanded world. Live a unique fantasy adventure, free the cities from a powerful and dark evil, and relive the look and feel of old school video games. It basically looks like a PS2 era platformer. Okay. Um, and it looks cool. It reminds me of Maximo, that old game from PS2 where if you got hit, the you go down to your underwear, and then once you get hit again, you die type thing. Um, it looks like a lot of fun. Like we mentioned on this episode, I love platforming games, and this seems like a cool new thing that's not a license or an a an existing IP already. So yeah, there was a game that was just revealed. I think on the PlayStation blog. I'm trying to find it. It was like a Castlevania inspired uh, game, and it's like oh, where like it, it's it had like. It was like super bloody. I was trying to find it. Maybe it's on. You're talking about bloodstain. No, no, no. I'm not talking about bloodstain. I know that for a gosh dang fact. Um, I'm just trying to find it while you were talking about it, and I'm just trying to kill time because I really do want to give these developers a shout out because they definitely deserve it. I don't know it's not coming out right now, but again, I want to want to give these guys a shout out because it had like this awesome metal core 
soundtrack. And as a big metal head myself, I definitely dug it. So I just, oh, here it is. It's called Blasphemous. And Ooh, it's okay. coming out on PlayStation 4. No date yet. But it is, it is like this sick, gothic-inspired game where it's just, it's awesome. So I wanted to give that a shout out as well. Again, blasphemous. So blasphemous. So blasphemer. With that, let's get to Andrew House's snail mail. Now, you know, each and every week, you can send us your questions at PS Trophy Room on Twitter, or you can send them at the Casa de Bad Bit Discord. With that, you can also send your mail to Andy House's house, and I can steal it. But legalities involved and such. I snuck on Air Force One because Trump's meeting you know that lady Theresa May. I jumped out, squirrel suit attached. I landed barrel rolled because again you can stick a landing as long as you barrel roll it. Any height, test it out yourself. Trust me, don't do that. And yeah, I took his mail and then I flew back on Air Force One. So there you go. That's how I did it this week. And that with that, let's get to famous Seamus's three questions, because yes, three really good ones. First one, and we get these right out of the way, bing, bang, boom. Got it. What's your favorite past E3 moment or moments? God. Final Fantasy VII remake reveal, number one. Uh, this is a corny one, but Sweet Tooth's ice cream truck coming on stage for the for the new Twisted Metal, which was not good, but that, that <laughs> was really awesome. Yeah. Uh, the Arkham Knight trailer where Joker is getting burned at the beginning. I love okay. that trailer. Okay. Um, good Lord. The Last of Us, like, gameplay oh, demo. God damn. Where, where Bruce Straley just dropped the controller at the end. Like, he, he dropped because, like, a mic drop. Oh, my God. Yeah, it was just oh like, my God. and this game speaks for itself. Boom, game done, of the year. in. God, yeah. it was that's so <laughs> that good. Like, dope. I don't know about you, Joe, but leading up to E3, what I do is I watch old E3 conferences. Well, I mean, I've been doing that all, all day. So, today. like, I'm I'm slowly going back. I start from recent and then I go back in time to see. Yeah. Like, God, ultimate so moment fun. for me, PS4 moment, man. When, oh, when shoes, shoes showing Adam boys how to trade your game, you know, uh, Jackie T is on stage. He's saying you don't have to, you know. Uh, you could trade in your old games. God, what an E3. What an yeah. E3, because for a moment, all gamers banded up in a voice and said, fuck you to a mm-hmm. big, giant corporation. That was really dope. And that's not entitlement. For a lot of people who say that, uh, that's how you get shit done, is you vote with your wallet. And people did that year. That was yeah. so crazy. That was the moment that turned me into a PlayStation fan, guys. Because until then, I was a guy who was just like, yeah, I'll probably buy the Xbox One. I'm on my PC now. I'm never getting off this. Mm-hmm. Oh, boy. And, um, yeah, that was the moment. I, I, there's no other E3 moment other than The Last of Us uh, reveal. Oh, my God, what a trailer. There, there is and one. Halo um, 3. When was God of War first, like, shown? Was that 2017 or 16? 2016. 2016, I believe. That whole PlayStation E3 conference... Fuck. is one of my favorite just life memories because i was in the theater in new york city yeah. with fellow playstation fans watching it and my god mm-hmm. so damn good i'm actually in the actual playstation video of recapping that e3 for a split second you can see you me go. just in awe of kratos coming up oh it's so good oh, god boy uh number two do you think Sony's absence from e3 will impact your enjoyment of the conference it did in the beginning not gonna lie to you 
But actually, no, nah, I'm, I'm still in. I'm still excited. Mm-hmm. Am I as excited? No, because I actually think it's just I actually really like that Sony left. Uh, in unpopular opinion, maybe it's a fanboy answer, but like I dig it because honestly, E3 is a little bit too crazy, man. It's mm-hmm. a too crazy week. If you're a content creator, I'm, I'll be up till like two, three in the morning just editing a video. I get that. Yes. Um, I'm actually kind of upset that Sony's not there because I, I look forward to it every year. Um, so I'm a little bummed, but, but. I, I love E3 no matter what. I will be glued to the coverage and just hop between some of my favorite content creators mm-hmm. and just soak in everything because not every content creator plays the same stuff at E3. Yeah. So yeah. It's, it's always cool to, to hear. Yeah, I like games, the coverage you know. more than the conventions nowadays. Sure. And that makes any sense. Yeah. Uh, number three, since June is Pride Month, what are your some of your favorite LGBTQ plus characters from any video game? I'm going to straight sure. up steal this before you do. It's uh, Ellie. Yeah, Fucking I knew you were going to do that. sure, dude. If, like, and I know it sounds weird, but when uh, you see Ellie kiss that chick in, in uh, the Last of Us 2 trailer, I got so happy. And I know, ha, 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 an erection joke, two ladies kissing. It was just like, it was a, it was a heartfelt moment. We were just like, man, after all the little stupid controversy surrounding this character's sexuality, it's so fucking awesome that it's just like, well, guys, here it is. You know what I mean? Like, it's just like, and fuck you, we're doing it. Like, this yeah. is awesome. It's such a strong female lead. And also, most of the people in Last of Us, like Bill, like, when they're just like, what is these things? It's like, a, you know, it's a nudie, uh, a dude nudie mag. I'm just like, mm-hmm. ha, he's gay. That's cool. And it's just like, whatever. <laughs> you know, it's just like, yeah. and not like, ha, he's gay as a joke, but it's just like, you didn't make a big deal about it. He wasn't like, whatever. You understood why he's like his partner. He talks about his partner a lot. Like, oh, like, I love that. It was like a eureka moment, you know? Yeah. Dope. Yeah. That, and, you know, we just talked about past E3 moments. The Last of Us 2, that trailer last year, it was uh, one of those reasons for it because Ellie and, and that whole dance scene is, yeah. is incredible. Um, a little out of the box. Well, maybe not out of the box. Uh, Samantha from Gone Home. Um, Ooh, that is okay. such a great character um, and such a great game where you're like in the mind of a young girl trying to figure out her feelings and that's a that's a special game um yep. so since you took ellie that will be my backup and i will yeah it's fine <laughs> with that <clears throat> let's get to our next question from a new viewer uh and uh, you, you have all emojis in your name sir so i'm gonna try my <laughs> best the letter t game controller trophy rocket ship did i just activate the winter soldier <laughs> was that a code did I just put that on the internet? I don't know. Uh, yeah. When will the release date of Ghost of Tsushima be? I know, like, rumors have it, again, that Last of Us is now coming out in February. And we're going to talk about the state of play, rumor state of play that's happening in June when it's actually announced. Because I hate this rumor has it, this rumor has it, and it keeps getting not to be true. So, um, good question. When is Ghost of Tsushima coming out? Is this the last exclusive we'll see from the PlayStation? Yeah, so it comes down to weighing what are we getting first, Last of Us or Ghosts? If the rumors are true, it's The Last of Us, and I don't mind that whatsoever. No, I don't either. Uh, and I mean, listen, if it's February, hell yeah, sooner rather than later, you know, as long as it's not pushed to... Which, which kind of makes me think that Ghosts will be the first one in February. Okay. Yeah, and because, I mean, they just start, finished the CGI. Because 
the first Last of Us was in May. Yeah. Ooh. Okay. I like it. I dig it. You know what? Yeah. Yeah, I would like The Last of Us to be the last PS4 game. So, yeah. So, you think Ghost of Tsushima is like February or March? Sure. Yeah, I think it's around that, mm. like, the God of War type spot. I'll say what I think. I think either Ghost of Tsushima is February or Last of Us is February. And then Ghost of Tsushima is the April date. Because it seems like, as of recently, they like April's. Right? God of War, April. Yeah. Uh, mm. Yeah, days gone. Days gone. April. So yeah, cool, awesome. Yeah. I like this. I like these. I like your thoughts, sir. I like your brain. Thank you. Thank you thank and talking you. about just activating the winner, <laughs> the Winter <laughs> Soldier. I just activated the Winter Gamer. His question is: What surprise could happen this E3 that could make Sony the talk of E3 without even being there? Honest to God, they just they reveal that state of play like on Tuesday. Yeah. And yeah. then nobody fucking talks about it ever again. Or like now, on the last day of E3, like Thursday or something. Yeah, they'll do the yeah. state of play then. They'll be like, bam, state of play. Oh, I'm sorry. Did you guys have a conference? State of play. <laughs> last, last of us. Last of us. <laughs> Rock <laughs> steady. But, <laughs> then they get, like, they, but like, see, the thing is, if it's, if that's the case, then why weren't you at E3? Yeah. I'm guessing it's just like, well, we only have three games to talk about. Mm-hmm. And, and everybody's going to have that question of like, is... It, it, are we seeing the PlayStation 5 type of detail? So yeah. expectations wouldn't be in check. With that said, do you think now we're going into E3, this E3, Sony will be in the next one? That this was Oh, like temporary. for next year, 2020 yeah. E3? Mm-hmm. Uh, man, see, there's a lot still up in the air for how the rest of the year goes out and how the state of plays are continue. It, it also depends, like, are we getting a PSX this year? Like there's a lot. I of hope questions. so. I was talking to Luke Lore about it, and I was just like, uh, while we were seeing the thieves, and uh, yeah, I think we are. I think we're doing. Yeah, it. yeah. Uh, I think they. I think they. There's probably a forty percent chance they're at E3 next year. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. I think it's now. I think this is it. I think even like Google Stadia, man, it was just like, hey, we'll be around E3, but we're not really gonna be there. You know, it's like yeah. we're Google. We're we're just yeah. using your hashtag. You know, yes, exactly. <laughs> so, with that said, Kyle, yeah, that's it. It's the end of the episode. Anything you'd like to plug, good sir? As always, I'd like to plug myself, who that ninja seventy three on Twitter and on PSN. So go ahead and send me those friend requests. Uh, you can follow my show, all about the kind of funny community called Best Friends Talk Funny, on Twitter at BFS Talk Funny, and wherever you listen to podcast services. Uh, our new. Um, podcast called dollar slice podcast with the kind of nyc folks um just a nerdy podcast where we talk about everything we love we rank bottled water uh we did some e3 predictions on the last episode Mm -hmm. so you might hear a couple of mine one of them was rocksteady being there so that one's already down the drain um yeah real upset you can find that on twitter at dollar slice pod and yeah i guess that's it um also i you know what joe i'm going off book i'm going off book this is episode 96 Joke. Okay. If you in reverse f- it, it's 69. <laughs> is that cool? That's what she said. <laughs> Go. Uh, in, in four episodes, we hit the big 100. Jesus Christ, we do. And I have a really, really fun idea that I pitched to Joe for episode 100 uh, that you are going to be very happy with. I think it's going to be very entertaining. Me and Joe might get into some fisticuffs, but you know what? I'm going to tease it now. It's going to be awesome. 
Oh, what a good tease. Yeah, no. Episode 100, four weeks away. I put three up on the video. I'm dumb. Uh, yeah, no, that episode is not going to be news related. It's just going to be a special episode uh, 100, which is going to be like technically 101. And it yeah. is going to be insane. We've been thinking of this for three months now. Yeah. I think like the beginning of March. Mm-hmm. I remember at, p- after PAX, we were talking about it in length of how yeah. this thing actually works. It's going to be fun. It's going to yep. definitely be yep. fun. I'm very it's going to be a great debate. Kyle, before I go, before yes, we go, let mm-hmm. me do my plugs. Again, you can see us live tomorrow or out today, tonight, if you're watching this day one, 1030 ESTPT. Right, PM time, whatever. Uh, Sean Capri, uh, twitch.tv slash Sean Capri. You'll find us there. I butchered that. And if you can't find us live, because chances are you downloaded this day two or day three, well, guess what? You can still find our E3 predictions uh, over at Bad Bit Games on YouTube. So go find our predictions over on Twitch's Twitch. Twitch. God damn it. Twitch's Twitch. I'm out, I'm out of here. One sec. <laughs> let me, okay, let me redo this. You know what? I'm having a seizure, and that's why I can't think. For our E3 predictions video, you can find us over at twitch.tv slash Sean Capri, or you want to watch it at a later date, that's fine. Any day, even after E3, you could go to Bad Bit Games on YouTube. You can look at all of our predictions, all the crazy nonsense that we're going through just for the sake of E3. So with that said, that's where you can find us. Again, the special episode, episode 100 in four weeks can't wait you could rate the show five stars that would be, mean a lot on apple Podcasts now that's what it's called uh google play stitcher podbean spotify i know a lot of you guys and gals like that hey over there in australia how do you do and over there in new zealand oh i might uh and with all that said and with all that out of the way everybody keep your wits about you oh wait oh, i almost did keep the hunting. youtube ending Keep hunting and keep playing PlayStation. I'm broken tonight. It's fine. You do great. I love you, Joe.